Hello, I'm Irina Baker. Welcome to the podcast, I Am a Woman of Power, inspiring stories and practical tips on overcoming challenges by going within and connecting with your divine power. In addition, every interview has a complimentary companion podcast practice at radiantmastery.com slash practice. Hello, I'm Irina Baker, your host, and I'm here with Taryn Laxo. Hi, Taryn. Hi, Irina. Thank you so much for graciously agreeing to be here at this interview. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you for inviting me here. Um, I'm looking forward to the, our conversation today. Perfect, perfect. We'll go right into it. But I would like to introduce Taryn first. She is a life transition coach, unlocking one's full potential while balancing personal and professional lives with kindness, compassion, and self-love. And these are the magic words we all need, right? Yes. <laughs> That's right. And now, please, Taryn, let's start with the story. What's the challenging story you want to share today with us? Um, well, as, you know, as I say, it's around transitions. And um, I would say 2019 was a really big year of transitions for myself um, and my children, my relationship. Um, so the story here is around just moving, um, moving out of a home that had been my safe place for about seven years, that the first place I moved into after divorce and the transition of moving into joining a household with my partner. So it was more than just sell a home and find some place new. It's transitioning into a whole new lifestyle. Mm-hmm, right. So let me confirm or get yeah. the details out. You got divorced. Seven, yes. You said seven years, right? Seven years. Yeah, that I lived in this home was seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after you got divorced, you got this house. Yep. And you live there with your children, with your My child, two daughters. Yeah. With your two daughter, daughters. Yeah. Very nice. So three of you were living in this house for seven years. And of course, the years are good years and bad years and challenging years and happy years, right? Everything was there. Mm -hmm. And after that, you decided that you were moving with the new partner to the new house. Yes. That's the normal life situation, right? Right. Yeah, we all have these new chapters. One chapter ends, a new chapter begins, and you just kind of flow into it. But it's taking a step back and really looking like what, what is what's happened here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when you were moving were you happy about it obviously right you you were selling you wanted to sell the house and you were happy about it right well yes and there's still some there's some conflict because there's some independence i'm giving up by now finally partnering with somebody and blending a house like so yes there's excitement and there's some trepidation like what is it going to be like to live with somebody again Mm-hmm. So right? it, it's mixture. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of times we're not even aware of that, right? We think, well, we are ready to plunge into the new direction. We're fine. And we are not even aware of what's going on inside, right? So yeah, that was my question. Right, right. And that was my question. Were you aware of that, that you didn't want to give up your independence or you were not at, the, at first, at the beginning? 
Um, no, I, I was more aware than I probably was when I first moved in there through the divorce process. I definitely, where I am with my emotional intelligence is much more enhanced than I was before. So yeah, very mindful that um, this is a period of, of transition and, um, but it doesn't mean it was any easier. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely. almost like because the blinders are off and you are aware, it it's, makes it sometimes harder. Mm -hmm. And what happened? So I call it traditional ways. Traditional ways meaning you take actions in the physical world that mm -hmm. you based on your knowledge, the past knowledge and experience. For example, if we sell, if we want to sell the house, what do we do? Mm -hmm. We go and Maybe. get an agent. Yeah, you hire an agent, you get your house cleaned up, staged, you do all these steps to be okay, sure it's marketable and it will sell mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. And that's what you've done, right? Yes, yeah, that's what I did, yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you got the agent mm -hmm. and the agent was doing his or her work, whatever was necessary to sell the house. And then what? Did the house sold? No, it, it took, yeah, it took, longer than I had wanted it to. Um, it was uh, probably a misconception on like what the market should have been doing and it dropped off and so there's frustration. But there's also, I think inside myself, I was like, what am I doing here to not make this place sellable or like viable by somebody else? Um, this is a great question that you ask. This is so perfect because usually a lot of times people will say, okay, I want to sell a house and I hired the agent. Agent, you do the whole, all the work mm -hmm. and you're responsible and people expect, right? I would say, expect that the agent will sell the house. That's why I'm paying you the money, commission, and you do the work and you sell the house. But instead of doing that, yeah, you turn that to yourself. I got chills right now. <laughs> and yes, because if the house is not selling, the agent, the, the, was it the woman or a man? It was a woman and she's okay. actually, yeah, a dear yeah. friend of mine from middle school who I intentionally picked because I knew she'd have the right energy flow, but there's right. my and she would be, she would, she's your friend. She's doing mm -hmm. the work. So she's doing everything she can. I just asked because I needed to say she, not he or she all the mm -hmm. time. Okay. So she was doing all the work and she was doing the right work and good work because you knew she would. Okay. She's done that. But the point is, the good point is you turned that yourself and you said, what am I doing or not doing that the house is not being sold this is the focus here i want everybody to uh, pause here and just get it because the house what am i doing mm -hmm. or not doing this is brilliant okay right. keep going <laughs> well and, and you know as we spoke a little bit earlier on is like i had resistance to what was i was moving towards and what i was leaving so there was conflict within myself of am i ready to let this house go that has represented seven years of independence of me actually finding myself i grew up in this house not like not from a like mature well yes maturity but from like who I was right back in right. you know 2013 to present 
I've grown up and then my children grew up in this home. So there's a lot of attachment, a lot of energy around this home, what it represented. And I wasn't ready. I, to let it go. And so I had to kind of come to this place of like, what am I holding on to that is not allowing the flow of energy for somebody new to come and step into it? So there's, yeah, this there's is, just- This is the interview that all real estate agents should watch. <laughs> I am already thinking about it because they're doing perfect job. I'm sure everybody wants to do a great job and they mm-hmm. do the great job. I, it's so much for agents, real estate agents. It's a hard work, right? It to, really is. It's yeah. really hard work. And so to help them with that, so they can take physical steps and market the house and do what they're supposed to do. But also maybe their customers or those who are sellers of the house, they would need to watch you telling them think about it look at yeah. yourself what is it that you are you attached to the house and Absolutely. you're not letting it go right this is so perfect <laughs> yeah i would find myself continue like even we had moved out but mm-hmm. i was still finding things to come back to and take care of um in this house like i was still invested in it as my my place of sanctuary as all this other transition of moving and trying to find my way in the new home I was still coming back to this safe place like I I called um my home kind of my chateau my castle like it was you know it was a protective place for me for this period of time and I wasn't quite ready to let the walls down and let somebody else come in (laughs) exactly exactly and would you say that after your divorce because divorce the transition through divorce it's still a trauma no matter if it's good easy what kind it's trauma for both parties plus the children so Mm -hmm. you have to sort of lick the wounds after the trauma right you have to have that period of inner contemplation or inner self going inside right and lick your wounds and heal and process and grow like you said you've grown in this house emotionally spiritually in all ways right yeah. so of course now suddenly you need to go out into this into the world right that's how it felt yeah go on an adventure outside of the protective walls mm-hmm. and be vulnerable with the new mm-hmm. partner mm-hmm. that's a big step and really and the house usually if you love the house sometimes I think people divide, get divided into two categories. Either they love the house so much or they hate the house. Then they try to get away, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, Renny, you like running away. Or, yeah. You can be neutral, right? It's your place. You spend time here. It's your mm-hmm. home, right? So you love the house, obviously. I did. Yeah, I loved what it represented. And um, and and yes, there was actually some things that really irritated me about it. So it's like, it was, there's never one set feeling towards something. I think uh-huh. everything is always more than it. And it's complicated. Um, well, the so. house has a personality. The house, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you get to know it because you mm-hmm. don't know when you get the house first, but then you know, okay, this outlet doesn't work or this thing d- d- switches all the time or something else. And it's just, <laughs> you know, the nuances of, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The court. yeah. right exactly. But exactly. You're in relationship with this house. It's, it's, it's your, 
your partner, even though it's not a, a human, it's a physical entity that you have relationship with. I love this. Yes, yeah. I love this. I usually teach my clients that it's a part of the ego because it's human. It's human body mm. that is being mm -hmm. sheltered in the house. So it represents the yeah. human body. So it's like your body, your temple. And the same, the house is a temple for your body. So it is your partner, definitely. Absolutely. And yeah. you have to take care of the temple. You have to take care of the body, the house as well. So yes. Okay. And at the, during that time, we're not going to your realization yet. We're going, we're still staying in that energy of I'm not selling the house. The house is not being sold yet. I, I am in this energy. I'm asking what I need to be, what I need to do. How have you, how did you feel? You said frustrated. Mm -hmm. Could I say, because I am talking about a lot about power and being powerless. For the moment when the house is not selling as you want it to, right? Because you want, you put the constraints. This is what, how I want it. I want to, it to be sold. I don't want to clean it anymore all the time, right? You, <laughs> the house yes. to, for showings and so forth. So did you feel powerless at that time? Um, powerless, At some level. Yeah. I, I'm not so much as powerless, but impatient and um, what there was like, did I misprice this? So there is, um, did in partnership with my agent, did we overestimate and lose out at the beginning? So I think there is some, um, I'm not sure if it's res. I don't think it's resentment, but there's some word here. And like, if it comes up for you, confusion, confusion. Yeah. And, um, like a not listening to my intuition early on of like lowering the price. So it would have sold right away. So mm -hmm. it was like, I didn't quite listen to like, Oh, I, I think I was a greediness, like, Oh, what's the most that we could get for it versus mm -hmm what really makes sense here given the conditions of of what it was um so and you had that intuition before and you didn't listen to it yeah uh, yeah i it i'm a growing um my relationship with my intuition so it's it's a um it i'm trusting it more but it still surprises me like oh i really should have listened to to mm -hmm. that intuition earlier mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Okay. So maybe, maybe regret is, a, is the word I'm looking for. Like, like, oh, I should have done this instead. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And when you ask yourself, what is it in me that mm -hmm. keeps the house in the same condition? What happened? Not I the events, but what happened right away? You asked the question and then what? Just yeah, interesting so how the, the process was. Can you re-ask that? When you ask the question, mm -hmm. you ask yourself, was it conscious, first of all? Was it, what is it in me that is not selling? The, oh. What keeps the house from being sold? What is it in me? So yeah. how, um, how was the process? What happened afterwards? Did yeah, you get intuition? Did you decide? Did you talk to yourself? Did you get divine guidance? What? What was the process? It was a couple of things. Um, 
connecting with my community, um, working with my friend Lindsay and creating kind of a, an energy movement dance ritual. That was a part of it because I'm like, I'm just feeling stuck in general and things aren't flowing. And so she helped create a movement of intention through dance and music. And um, so I think it was, there was definitely a recognition like something's off here, um, but not quite yet knowing what it was. Um, and then allowing myself to pull in like, hearing other people say like you and actually my real estate agent did come into this into play here where she's like what asking the questions like what's holding us back here energetic energetically from moving forward so the question was planted and I took it I didn't dismiss it like uh, whatever um it it is like oh well what am I holding on to here and even having my partner ask me like, what is it that you're resisting into coming into the new house? And he's like, you're spending a lot of time coming back. So it's more others seeing what I was struggling with, but me being open to listening to those right. points of view. Yeah. Right, that's a great point as well, because you could, you had a choice. You could say, oh no, it's the real estate agent job, right? But you got the, you heard the advice mm -hmm. and you reacted to it or you accepted it. So yeah. that was absolutely great that you've done it because that brought you results. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you, when they pose that question, what, what is holding you with this house? What's the attachment? What did you realize? Um, and how you did it? You do the, you did the dance and what else? Lots of like just spending time in there listening to the house and listening to the thoughts that came with it. So spending time alone, like I'd, I'd pop in there after work before going to the new home and just sitting with the house and listening to what it had to say and honoring the memories of what had happened and the emotions. So I had to do my grieving. I think that was a piece of it. Like there's a grief to the end of this chapter. Not right. in like a horrible place. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's an honoring of right. what transpired. Absolutely, I totally agree. Yeah. And it felt like you were not releasing the house per se, you were releasing a part of you. Yeah, yeah. That's why the grieving was there. Not the house per se, but part of you. Exactly. That was associated with the house. Yeah. Yeah. The, this, this strong, independent, but scared and confident. I, and it seems weird to say all of that in one, but oh, it, it's, it's all there, right? It's right. like, there's this, I was a woman who was confident and scared and figuring it out and being determined and resilient. Like this woman, me was a mix of all that and now I'm moving into a new place so it was like just giving myself the honor of of that transition that transformation in which I had occurred so what you've just described that's the woman you were letting go of right yeah and welcoming in what next is it because I'm not completely gone right that I am still that woman but yeah. I'm like 
but it's a part of you and the new part is emerging yeah i call it new self is emerging because yep. the old self is leaving the new self is emerging due to your growth yeah it's, mm -hmm. it's the the caterpillar to the butterfly you go through a transformation mm -hmm. and you've described what the self was le uh, leaving Mm -hmm. the one who yes confident yes good with the world but still scared leaking the wounds as you agreed right we mentioned mm -hmm. that yeah. after the transition and the one who needed to be in a safe space not to be out in the world yet and then who was emerging by the way to get practical tips and awareness shifting activities pertaining to this interview go to radiantmastery.com slash practice to access your complimentary companion podcast practice um <laughs> mm, yeah i think um where i'm still still emerging but it's A okay, so I'm just gonna say it's a leader in in our new family dynamics, mm -hmm. like leading us to uh, through the blended family of mm -hmm. integration. So that's where I was going to, mm -hmm. and, and where I'm now. Um, whereas leading leading self, so now it's leading leading others versus mm -hmm. leading self. That's what the the home was representing. Yeah. So would you be able to say now I am a woman of power? yeah yeah and it's 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 it was like almost i was like can i you know that was the first thought that went through my head it's like but yeah i'm a woman of power um i, I started I, to enjoy i started to enjoy i start by my inspiration i when i did my first interview i started asking this question and it's interesting to watch the reaction that people women give because to say that, I mean, the, You're the issue with power is yeah. pretty big for women. Mm -hmm. And when you're out of the blue, you get asked, are you a woman of power? Can you say it? Can you say it on record, right? <laughs> for yeah, everybody like, to see. <laughs> that's, that's fun. <laughs> but, it, but it's stepping into your light and your gifts. And if I, if I can't do it, how do I help my own clients step into their gifts? and their wisdom so yes i am a woman of power we all women are powerful exactly right but for many women and to me that's my purpose in life or mission in life to help women to connect with that power right to awaken yeah. to that power to really own it and so that's why i asked at the beginning did you feel powerless maybe you didn't feel powerless as oh i'm falling apart here right because you're not sure but versus you you said emerging from the cocoon into the butterfly and have been growing so would you be able to say or would you agree with that if if of course if you do that you didn't have that power of the leadership the one that you were emerging and that was natural process you needed to go through mm -hmm. so in that yeah. respect would you say you when you were not a woman of power yet you were growing learning and absolutely preparing. yeah yeah right. and now there's you many, are power. many moments while living in the, in that home where i felt powerless and i felt like a victim and to change That's my mindset where i am a woman who has choice i can change the narrative of my life that's empowering right 
right yeah. okay so would we say that you were grieving to release that victim and powerless victim Absolutely. which is so perfect for women to hear yeah i, I would say yeah. right yes yeah very powerful that, so that's true you were yeah. grieving that house represents a powerless victim who needed to go because her purpose was served she was done you didn't need her anymore yes i would say you didn't need her service anymore right yeah i i really appreciate <laughs> you stating it that way because i didn't have that before this conversation so yes yeah that's very right true. right it's an awareness mm -hmm. it's an awareness Perfect. That's so great that, yeah. yes, that victim yeah. was in And now, by the way, when you get that awareness that victim was, uh, victim left, and you are now the woman of power, oh, you can be unstoppable, right? Women's yeah. power is unstoppable. Yeah. So let's talk about that woman's power. And first of all, what happened? So you, okay, you got that you were grieving and you were spending time in the house. And that, what was the result? That result was perfect. I already know it. So yeah, I know. Um, so th this one particular night, um, I was like, okay, I'm ready to let go of this home because I'm ready to move forward. So it it was that coming out of the the cocoon and spreading my wings and. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So one of the songs was Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. Um, so I did this dance ritual where it's three songs and it's the first song is I break away and I just freeformed to dance like in this empty living room and just like allowed myself to really feel the freedom of what was next and what I the wings I grew by living in this home, right? So there was that part of this three-part dance ritual. And then at the end of it, I don't know what energy it was, but I definitely felt compelled to verbalize out loud, it's just me in the home, to say like, I am ready, this house is ready to receive the new owners. I am complete. There's a very much a, a, a moment of, I have completed my business that I needed to do here. I'm done growing in this and I'm ready to move on to the next place. Here, was it conscious? Do you just say that to yourself or you felt it from inside? You felt, felt it from it inside. inside. It was from inside. It was coming from within and needed to, like, it was a uncomfortable moment for me like i i've never tried this experiment of verbalizing and casting out of alone like i've done it with others like in witness of um but this was i was like talking to no one <laughs> so i was like this is a little strange like the little saboteur negative self-talk that popped into my head but it also felt so deeply right to express this and um it was powerful like i knew the moment like it just was like yeah i i have released the energy in this home and you i invited knew. in i called in the hold next on, hold family. on what you invited hold on we will yeah. get that question yeah but what for for the sake of women who would watch this interview please say what you verbalized what did you say what did you cast yeah. out into the universe 
It and, doesn't have to be exact, but yeah. approximately. Give it an was, example. I am ready. I'm ready to move on. Um, thank you. There was a lot of gratitude in that moment for what the home had given me. Um, the laughter of what I experienced with my girls, the, the tears, laughter, joy, sadness, all of that. And I was so grateful. So I just kept thanking the home for what it provided me um, up until then. And that, and then I moved into, I am ready to move forward. Like I, I'm looking forward to what's next. So to me, it seems or it looks like you have accepted that part of yourself because I usually teach that what we resist persists. Yes. When we do that victim, we are not comfortable with that victim. On, on, on one side we are, but on the other side, we don't want victim. We want to have that power. We want to be successful in life, whatever that means to us. So we usually resist and that's why victim is staying mm -hmm. comfortably with us. Mm -hmm. So for you at that time, you accepted the house and you accepted that victim inside and you said okay i love you i accept yeah. you and now you were free basically you were free to let her go yeah and it happened inside it did yeah it was it was very profound it sure it sure was yeah <laughs> it sure was it's a great it's a great example for people to follow it's not only about the house it's any situation it's the story of letting go letting go without like resentment or anger or it's just it's again the acceptance of what what happened happened and exactly it, because if you're angry you will never let go no anger mm -hmm. keeps chains puts chains on that and that's why i say what you resist persists when you're angry when you are mad, when you are, when you have irritation, frustration, any negative emotion associated with whatever it is you need to let go of, you will never do until you accept. Mm -hmm. And that's what you were able to do. Yeah. Before you didn't, you were not ready yet. When you we say be. you're not ready, what do you mean you're not ready? Well, because there are emotions. I'm holding on. Exactly. Yeah. And how do you hold on? Because you're resisting. We hold on through resistance. This is a paradox, right? But it is because you, if you are okay with it, if you accepted it, if you just fine with it and accept it and love it, forgive it, then it's free to leave. But if you're holding onto it, you're holding the chain of anger or whatever it is. Makes sense, right? It does make sense. And, and the other thing that just came up for me is like, there is a, I had a limiting belief that I was an independent woman in this home and by moving in with somebody, I would be losing my independence. So there is this limited belief that to be with someone means you can't be independent. And so I had to break that down too. It was like, no, I still get to be an independent woman, but in partnership with somebody. That's right. a different thing than being dependent on somebody. Right. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Oh, that's big for women, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that was the seven years was figuring out how I can be independent and still be in partnership. And mm -hmm. so I have that now, but it was still, it was still a struggle to like accept I'm moving in with somebody 
and going like, well, will I lose my sense of self? Mm-hmm. So being in connection with like, no, I'm still me. Right. Yeah. And now I'm aware of and hold my power. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware I'm awakened to my power. I don't have to lose it. I don't have to be dependent because I'm not that person anymore. I'm not the victim anymore. And, and I want to throw a caution. It's, it's, it's a daily practice too, because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't just happen overnight and like, oh, I've totally got this figured out because right. I'm still daily practicing. Like, okay, I, I am in relationship and I'm still an independent person. So it's a right. constant reminder, especially when I came from a place of, of codependency in all of my prior relationships. So it's mm-hmm. like moving from a codependent to a independent relationship is is a journey well it's a spiritual journey that is never sure right people say well follow me as a marketing person that in three months you'll be a millionaire well we can't promise anything like that and here in the spiritual spiritual journey is a journey it's a journey it is absolutely always unfolding right and you get Bigger and bigger, not in the worldly power, but deeper and deeper in your power, bigger in your power, it's expansion. It's not even growing, it's expanding, expanding Mm -hmm. your life. Would you say that? Yes. Expanding your life. Yes. And it shows, you're glowing, you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) To hear more inspiring stories and practical tips on overcoming your challenges, By going within and connecting with your divine power, make sure to subscribe to this channel. And then you invited the new family. You said you invited the energy of the new family. Yeah, I I moved into this place of like, okay, this home is ready to receive the next family. Like I am, I'm excited to welcome in a new family. It's ready for you, The, the home, wants you to be here and so I just called that energy in um, and that felt really good um, it was like yeah this this is right I really have released myself from this home and then what happened um, well a couple days later um, my real estate agent called me or sent me a message and she's like hey guess what I was like what she's like well there's we're, we're about ready to get an offer I was like oh okay tell me more she's like well they actually came and visited on this night I was like are you kidding me and she's like why I was like well I didn't tell you this but I I had a moment that night I think it was like a Thursday night um, where I did this dance ritual and I verbally like called in what I was releasing and calling in the new family, she's like, oh, wow. Well, later that night, somebody stopped by and toured the house for a whole hour. I was like, you're kidding me. She's like, no. And so that, <laughs> that was the family who actually ended up buying it. So like that is the beautiful energy like that shifted that allowed a new family to come in and really experience the house and see themselves there. Wow. Yeah. This is so cool. Okay. A tricky question. Okay. The tricky question is, do you think it's a coincidence that you just, the, the sell, the buyers showed up right away or it's the result of your inner work? 
I I really believe it's the inner work. Like that's right. That's why that's why it was a tricky question. <laughs> yeah, and and it's hard to say that because my my girls have you know kind of teased me about it. They're like, oh whatever, kind of the eye rolls because they're teenagers, right? They're like, eh, I don't think so. I'm like, no, girls, like this happened because I let the energy go. This is only happened because you let the energy go. Yeah. It is my firm conviction, my belief. It's all I stand for because you can try outside world actions, traditional actions, and you may or may not get results. And when you don't get results, like you said, you didn't get results, this house was not selling. Mm -hmm. Then when you've done your internal shift, the situation outside in the outer world shifted effortlessly, right? You yeah. didn't need to struggle. You didn't need to clean the house another 700 times, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inside fixing like holes and like spackling and doing all these things to make it just perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I've been through the experience of selling houses, a couple of yeah. houses. Yeah. So I do know both ways. It's, it's interesting. So yes. And because of your internal shift, internal work, internal willingness, to get to the next level the outside situation i'm repeating it shifted effortlessly and that's how yeah. we can that's how you can repeat this experience now with any situation that is Absolutely. not working because you will be you will know that it is inside of you yeah. and there is the answer inside whatever it is that you need to fix right yeah 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 so that's actually a new technique or tool or whatever you want to I can name add it. to my own toolbox. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. How cool is that? Yeah. And, and it, it, it was, I, I don't, I want to say like, Oh, it was just me, but it was like, it was also me reaching out to community. So like in partnership with my, my colleague, Lindsay, and even like, another um, coach I've been working with, Devorah, like both women were sending energies or helping me move this energy in a different direction and in ways that is like, I would have never considered doing this seven years ago when I sold the other house. That was just, it was merch, just get it done. Uh -huh. And this one was more, it was definitely on an energetic level versus yeah. transactional. It was a way yeah. of being. Would you say this is a powerful way of living life? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And that's what makes you a woman of power, right? As well, yeah. because you know you wear and you don't need to be powerless. Right. And, and there will be um, people who criticize this, like, or like poke holes at it. Or, but it, it really is empowering if you're allowing yourself to step into this energetic field of, yeah, it's, it's, inside of us we we have the ability to transform based on how we're feeling and how we're showing up right yeah right so what's your definition of power internal power um a listening a self-knowing um power is listening to that wise inner voice of self um, giving it the attention it deserves to be heard. Um, and power also is vulnerability. And that might feel 
like out of alignment for some people, but to be vulnerable and to let yourself try something new, that's powerful. And willing to make mistakes is powerful. Right. Willing to try. Right. What would you recommend to people who are selling the house and it's not working? <laughs> it's not selling. What would you say? Um, allow, um, I, would, I would invite them in to exploring what it is that they're resisting. Um, what is it that they're attached to? What emotions are they afraid to even explore um, about their relationship with the home? And the most or whatever it question, is that they're in. And there is a question that we need to ask ourselves. So what would be the most important question to start this process? What's going on right now? Or maybe the question that you ask yourself, because what's going yeah. on could take you to, okay, let me talk to the agent, what's going on. But sure. this question should be turned to yourself, right? Yeah, what's going on here in my heart? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because you asked that at the beginning, intuitively, what is it in me mm -hmm. that is not selling the house? Yeah, yeah. What so am I that's a very important there. question. Yeah, what am I, what am I blocking? What am I resisting? what what am i not seeing here mm -hmm. right now? Mm -hmm. or feeling i think it's really what am i what am i mm -hmm. not feeling or or feeling that shouldn't be there as a feeling yeah. yeah right exactly so that's this is the important question and that's a golden nugget mm -hmm. yeah and it feels it, good it does it does and like i invite anyone going um, through either selling a home or uh, something big is just kind of do put the hand on the heart truly physically just say like what's going on here or what do I want or what what's upsetting and I don't think enough people give themselves the chance to just check in with their body and their heart mm -hmm. like out of here out of the brain but coming down below Mm -hmm. Because the brain, the mind here, the conscious mind, will send you straight to the agent. Yep, yep. Get practical, do, 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 and mm -hmm. get resentful or get impatient or get angry mm -hmm. or frustrated. Like those and are out of control. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned that women were supporting you. You said you reached out to community, you were yourself life coach, and you were reaching to other life coaches that who helped you at that time, they were mentoring you, right? Yeah. So why do you believe that we need mentors? You reached out to mentors to help to get help at that moment. Um, because of what happens up here, right? We get this negative self-talk. We, um, we uh <laughs> and sorry that like my kids are in the other hall and they're screaming so you get these voices screaming at you in your head and having community reflect back what they can see that we can't see in ourselves um is a huge asset to um moving forward um with vulnerability and authenticity um and heart and courage and all of those things, the compassion and kindness. It's like being in community with those that are helping you be your best self. And I just, 
that's where growth and love happens and not being in a, a place of constricted isolation um, and aloneness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, we, I believe you've answered, we've, we've dissected your story thoroughly, right? Yes. And we got, it's an absolutely powerful story. And we got great teaching points for our viewers and listeners. And I get, I, I'm sure you even got stuff and I've been- Absolutely, I have some new ahas that when I'll rewatch this again, um, I'll be like, oh yeah, there's that nugget <laughs> or right. two or three. Right. Because it's great to <clears throat> that's great. It's great to look back and look at your situation from the awareness perspective. How how was it? What was I releasing? What because mm -hmm. awareness is important. Mm -hmm. You can grow from it and release and go forward. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's living with the blinders off mm -hmm. of stuff, right? So you're fully aware and touching base with your body and your heart to say like what what is happening here you just gave me i don't know if it will resonate with you or not you just gave me an image of a horse with yeah. blinders right yeah and the horse to me i always look at what things represent to me so the horse represents power to me right because we talk about 400 power horsepower oh, car yeah. or whatever right or whatever, how, I don't even know how many horsepower, <laughs> whatever in cars, but, but, but yeah, power. <laughs> so it represents power and horses a lot of times have to have that, those blinders because they get spooked, they get, they don't, mm -hmm. it, again, it's a representation to me that you're so powerful, but you don't see that power. So the blinders are, are on and when you uh, open it, you take them off and you know your power because power is always there power didn't go anywhere you didn't lose it anywhere right right because those blinders what you just said is like it's to keep the horse from getting spooked but what if the horse is even more powerful without them on like right. oh i can like i right. can be impacted by whatever's coming off to the side and and still move forward or maybe change directions but if you're not seeing it how do you even know how to react and if you don't know your power, then you will be with blinders yeah. all this time because she doesn't need the horse doesn't need to be spooked. No. Meaning she's powerful. The horse is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever well, that and, and, and the blinders are to keep you from getting spooked. But what if you're supposed to be spooked every now and then? Like, yeah, like, that too. Right? Yeah, that too. And what if those blinders are keeping you from knowing your power? Yeah keeping you safe and, and moderated and mm -hmm. without like reacting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because wow. Being, yeah. That's a great metaphor to play with. Yeah. And maybe you're sitting in that as a victim with those blinders. So always a powerful person, but a victim because blinders are on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> keeps, keeps you steady, but maybe steady isn't what is necessarily needed in that moment. Maybe that's it's, right. It's a, gallop right that's right that's right mm. we got to the point we we even got to the horses so <laughs> after the horse <laughs> now we want to know where can we find more about you and what free gift that you are willing to share with our audience 
Well, I can be um, found on Facebook or um, on the web. So unlocking your potential and unlockings is spelled a little differently because my last name is Finnish and it's L-A-A-K. So unlocking your potential um, on Facebook and on the web. So that's where I am at. Um, and I offer right now a free gift of charting your dreams. So um, through setting goals. So that's just something you can go click on my website and download that if you want it. Um, and I invite you to just like check out my posts and um, get to know yeah. me. And we should advertise this video in Finland so they can get a kick out of your last name and the website. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Taryn, for this fascinating, very powerful, empowering story, right? Empowering story. It That's is empowering. And, and, it, and it feels a little scary too, sharing it, but it, it's also, as you just said, it's empowering to let that message come out and not hide it. Right. And it's totally understandable. It's your sacred space. You, mm -hmm. you just open up part of your sacred space, this, this particular moment of your sacred space, and you were willing to share. And I really commend you for that. It's Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for making it a safe place to share. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. And that's what I believe we need as a, I guess, even a moment, because women especially, because mm -hmm. I know that in the past, what I've learned or what I've observed um, a lot of men like to be, oh, I'm polished, I'm all together, everything oh, must yeah. be together, right? Women usually, and I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm just, what, what, like I said, it's my opinion. Women usually want to share and collaborate and be vulnerable. And mm -hmm. it's okay to open up and say, I'm not perfect. And if I say that, other people are not perfect. Nobody's that polished, right? Everybody right. has difficulties and challenges. So if you're constantly polished, then what can we learn from you? And when, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, that's why we're doing it and having fun here at the same time. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am a woman of power, helping women to awaken to and connect their, with their inner power. Until we meet again, goodbye. Remember to get practical tips and awareness shifting activities pertaining to this interview, go to radiantmastery.com slash practice to access your complimentary companion podcast practice. To hear more inspiring stories and practical tips on overcoming your challenges by going within and connecting with your divine power, make sure to subscribe to this channel.